have to stand up strong, take the truth about themselves to understand what went wrong. I know we can find a way. I know we can find a way. I know we can find a way. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Uniting the races with truth. Instead of dividing them with lies, we're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Good morning. Welcome to the show. You can get involved by calling 888 7753 J-E-S-S-E, Jesse, my biblical question for this week, an interesting one, an interesting biblical question. Did Jesus Christ help anyone by being an example? Did Jesus Christ help anyone by being an example? We have every way that you can watch and support the show Listed on jessileepeterson.com slash show. jessileepeterson.com slash show. And you can also listen to the show on your iPhone, iPad, or iPad, anywhere in the world. And we are heard around the world by everybody and their mama. So you can listen on your phone. You can podcast the shows, all of them by calling 641-793-1500. Amazing. And don't forget to follow us. Ring the bell. Hit the like button. Follow us, JLP Talk on Twitter, and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. I thought we had Bill Lockwood, but I guess normally we would have Bill right now, but I don't think we do at this problem. Oh, there he is. He is here. It's the end of the month, and the end of the month is uh, when we bring on our friend and one of the smartest white men on this side of heaven. Bill Lockwood is here. Do we have the music or anything? Or intro? Oh, boy. What the? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, Bill, so I'll just bring you That's on okay. in. Bill Lockwood's a writer, radio host at American Liberty with Bill Lockwood. Turn it down a little bit. Teacher in Wichita Falls, Texas, and preacher at Our Park Church of Christ. And Bill is really one of the smartest white men on this side of heaven. How you doing, Bill? Good. How are you doing today, Jesse? Good morning. Good morning. How's the weather on that end now? Well, it's turned out pretty nicely today, but uh, we've had some rough weather this last week, but uh, we've gotten through it. Some some damages not here, but in Oklahoma, right up right across the Red River. So, but uh, we're uh, it's doing better now. And good man. <laughs> and how are you dealing with all the illegals that are moving into Texas? <clears throat> well, we're not dealing with them. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, it's just uh, it's breaking the back of every state that it, we have. Arizona and Arizona and Texas is just breaking our backs financially. Yeah. Um, culturally, it's destroying the culture. It's destroying the cities. Uh, the school systems are overburdened. You know, you can't, um, I mean, you can't supposedly turn any of them away. So, you know, we've got taxpayer-funded everything. It's just uh, health care. I mean, it's destroying everything. Yeah, what a mess. I, um, I want to talk to you about AFFH, but first, 
I want to ask, ask, um, what do you make of what's happening in our country today? And did you ever imagine that it should get this bad? Well, I, I did, I did wonder if it would not get this bad. I've kind of wondered about that. I've, I've, um, I was hoping it would not in my lifetime, but it has really, it has really progressed uh, to a to an alarming extent. And so, socialism is the official doctrine of our government, and uh, they're imposing socialism on everything. So, uh, which is what the AFFH is about. We'll talk about in a few minutes. But it is getting, uh, I think it's getting pretty rancid. And I, I basically have been pessimistic about whether America is going to be able to turn back into a more freedom-minded set. Uh, we're so dependent upon the federal government for everything, for uh, for what just was happening, for example, in East Palestine, Ohio. I mean, <clears throat> they're all interested in whether the EPA should be there or not. But, you know, the federal government, that's what is destroying the environment by blowing up that Nord Stream pipeline. I don't care about the environment. It's just... Right. It's just but anyway, we have become so dependent upon the federal government, which is completely unconstitutional, that we have, uh, I think we've lost our mind, really, constitutionally speaking. You know, I don't, at one time I thought that America would return to normal, but I don't believe so now because they're spoiling the people, they're bringing in all type of illegal aliens, as you mentioned, and taking care of them. And once you spoil people, and I saw that happen with the blacks like 70 years ago, once you spoil them, it's hard to unspoil them. And right. and number one, most of them don't want to be unspoiled. And then the government will continue to spoil them in order to get the votes and use them to bring in socialism to destroy America. So I don't see a change coming anytime soon. I don't either, and I don't. Outside of a wholesale repentance of America, of Americans, from uh, from the socialistic nightmare that we're in, which is basically uh, built on a system of envy and theft, and that's what socialism is all about. Uh, unless we repent and turn back to God and have a national repentance, I don't, I don't see it changing. But uh, we we become like all the nations of the earth, just a, a, another drop in the bucket that's gone socialistic and. Uh, destroyed by its own government, really. And so knowing that things are not going to change in appears, how does one, the person who disagree with all this stuff that's happening, how do you live in this world without fear and not be, a, be in it but not a part of it and be at peace? What's the way? Well, if we don't trust in Christ and recognize that uh, the victory is finally his and uh, he'll give it to us, whether that be through death persecution or whatever it may be, uh, nevertheless, uh, unless we turn to Christ, that's, we're not going to have any kind of victory. We're not going to have any kind of, uh, any kind of satisfaction of anything at all. And that's, the, that's really the only hope, I think, Jesse. Yeah. One last question about uh, uh, the illegal alien situation. Texas, I was under the impression that Texas government was— conservative for the most part and Republican. Why is it so, why is everything the same almost in Texas as it is in Arizona or California or places like that? If the government, is the government conservative? Well, you know, the, the Texas government is more conservative than the California government, for example, <clears throat> more conservative than the New York government, but that's all a sliding scale. Uh, as far as, just for example, when Obamacare was unconstitutionally was crammed down the throats of Americans, they gave the state of Texas, as well as all states, three options. Number one, we're going to come in and we're going to set up the exchanges, or you're going to set up the exchanges with federal oversight <clears throat> for p people's health care. Number one. Number two, <clears throat> if you refuse to do it, we're coming in and doing it for you. So that was a second option. The third option would say, no, this is unconstitutional. The state of Texas is not going down the socialistic track, and you're not coming in and doing it either. Well, I would hope that the state of Texas would be strong enough with backbone to do that third option, but we were not. And I don't know any state that was. Every state said, 
And so we went kicking and screaming, dragged to Obamacare, socialized medicine, which destroyed healthcare in America, had us destroyed healthcare. And now that we've got the illegals coming over, it's destroyed even more. Yeah. They've, they've shut down many hospitals. And so the taxpayers are not able to receive the health care that they really need. And so <clears throat> that's that was the position that the state of Texas took. So in answer to your question, eh, you know, they're conservative to a degree, but they kind of go kicking and screaming, being dragged by the federal government, by the hooks in their nose and going down the track. And that's that's how we do. And a lot of people have moved from California to Texas right. and other places to Texas. Is that good i mean is that going to make a change or is that going to help well it's good for it's good for a time it'll be good for a time but the same thing in california is coming here yeah unless we can get a handle on exactly what the principles of the constitution are that we need to really abide by and understand what socialism is all about and resist it not simply not simply go reluctantly down the track of socialism and being dragged by the f by the fed Unless we understand those principles and get them locked into our mind, we're not going to be able to resist either. Yeah. And that, and that's kind of how it's going. So we have everything here that they have in California, except to a lighter degree, so, practically speaking. So is it wise to be running from state to state when things get bad? Well, I, I don't I don't uh, decry the people the uh, ability and the opportunity to do that. I don't think that they I, I mean, I understand that. I think that uh, if I was in California, I know I know many people in California are leaving. They're, yeah. I think California lost 500,000 people, and they're showing that they don't like the policies, but they, the government of California, in spite of the fact that they don't have that tax base, and those are middle-class and upper-class people. Yeah. They're leaving. The tax base is leaving California. Well, what's how's that going to work out? Well, California is going to get money from the federal government, which is going to take in and it's going to receive money from the state of Texas to the Fed, who's going to take it to California. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be paying California for their failures anyway. So what a mess. That's right. So what a mess. <laughs> it's all it's all because we can't we can't as a state say no, we're not sending our money from the state of Texas to the state to the federal government. For anything, yeah. Except we're not doing that because you're you're unconstitutional in your actions. But that's how it's going to go, and that's how it's going now. From New York and California, people are leaving, and I probably would too. Yeah. And I have I have family members saying, you know what, we want to get out of there while the getting's good. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Um, I wanted to talk to you about AFFH. Tell the folks what that is, and about. How what's going on with that? AFFH. Yeah. You know what, uh, Jesse, I thought that would be a good avenue to think about today regarding socialism. Here's how socialism works. So in the 1890s, the federal government began examining housing and, and uh, making determinations what was fair housing and not. And so they were simply having a, a study group. And that was the onset of the progressive era, the eight, about 1892. So they, they, wanted to, they wanted to study housing in the United States and see if everything was fair along racial lines and eco, uh, economic lines. Okay, well, then, of course, obviously, they're going to say, well, no, the blacks are congregating together and uh, the poor people are living in their little slum areas and uh, the wealthy and the middle class are living in their areas. And that's no good because that says that we're racist. Okay, so... We're going to have to get in there and mix it up and change it. So beginning with uh, the Woodrow Wilson administration and the Hoover administration, and particularly it was put on steroids by FDR, the, the, uh, the, the public works uh, organization that he had. They would begin to mix it up, and they demanded fair housing and then uh, low, low, uh, lo uh, loans that were given by the federal government, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and all that kind of thing. Well, then, then came along Lyndon Johnson. And they actually made HUD a department head, <clears throat> department. <clears throat> it was part of the it was part of his administration. Right. Housing of, uh, of urban <clears throat> housing and urban development. <clears throat> Excuse me. So they created HUD. So HUD now has had such a such a dismal failure. Billions of dollars grafted by the people at top, and and everything they touch uh, turns 
turns to ghetto, and it's just it doesn't work out at all. Right, right. But one of the programs that Obama was all about was called Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing, AFFH. And the idea is, well, <clears throat> look, we're going to go to the east side here in Wichita Falls. We're going to see that primarily the Latinos and the blacks are living there and it's poor condition. Well, what are we going to do? And we have over here a white community that's uh, fairly nice and middle class. So we're going to say, and if they, for example, it's already done in Baltimore. In Baltimore, they said, Baltimore, Maryland, they said, okay, um, what's causing crime? Well, crime is caused because all of the blacks and all of the Latinos are mixed together in the same in the same neighborhoods, and they're and they're not interspersed with the other communities. That's the cause of crime. <laughs> so we're going to put them in the white neighborhood, and so they're forcing. At one point, they forced. I mean, they get HUD grants from Baltimore. In Baltimore, they get HUD grants from the federal government, I should say, and they say, okay, in order to do this, you got to have a study in Baltimore saying how much. Uh, how what you're going to do to stop racism, because this is all racism. So what they've done, they started mixing up and said, okay, we're going to take these poor families, whether they're black or Latino or poor whites, and put them over here in the middle class and upper class neighborhoods. And that's what they've done. And so that what does it do? It destroys your, it destroys your savings. It destroys, because most people have the savings in their equity in their homes. Yeah. And that's what they, that's what their life savings. So it destroys their property values immediately. So now in California, this is exactly what the state of, uh, the state of California is doing coming out of Sacramento. They're demanding that the city of Coronado, for example, which is a very nice, posh island, you know, where it was off the coast of San Diego. Yeah. And uh, it's where Hotel Del Coronado is. It's where the naval base is. And a lot of uh, retired military have, have retired there and very nice homes and a million dollars for a lot. And it's just a real nice place. And I've gone there to vacation, you know, and, and, and a lot of people go there to vacation. They've shot movies there. Well, now the state, the state of California, Sacramento, sent letters to Coronado this last month saying, you're going to have to come up with 912 low-income apartments in the, in Coronado Island in order to be fair. That's affirmatively furthering the fair housing. And if not, now they're not simply offering them money to do it. We're going to punish you up to $100,000 a month unless you do it. And so the mayor of, Cal, uh, mayor of Coronado, and this is going on in La Jolla also in La Mesa, they said, well, they're running around. They're saying, well, Okay, well, we'll try to come up with some low-income housing over here. What's going to happen? Property values are going to decrease. Yeah. Crime's going to increase. Then you're going to lose your value. Your home value is going to plummet, which is where your savings is. The equity in your home is going to be destroyed, and everybody is going to go to a lower level because that's what socialism does. It doesn't bring everybody up. It takes everybody down. And that's what's going on in the state of California right now. That's amazing. I remember as you were speaking, I was thinking about the neighborhood I live in. And when I first moved there, it was only houses, family houses there, right? And right. it was beautiful. It's in, you know, really nice neighborhood. And now they have built these apartment buildings, and they're still building them big, giant places right. all over. I don't recognize my neighborhood anymore. It doesn't no. even look the same. No, see, and for example, Lyndon Johnson had a huge uh, housing project in St. Louis, Missouri, called the Eagle Pruitt. And it was just several buildings of gigantic uh, apartment complexes. It became, it was for this type of idea, that is, we're going to give it for the poor people. It became the hood. Yeah. Crime was terrible. It was run by the government, so the maintenance on the buildings were just crumbling apart. But they had the law that is, okay, we want only single mothers coming in there. Because, after all, if you have a father in the home, that, that shows that you have an ability to go to the middle class. Right. So, okay, so the fathers cannot come. So what would happen, they would have a, a, a black mother come in there with her children and she was married, but her, but you know, she acted like she wasn't. And the husband had to stay away because he said, "Okay, here's a free home for you." 
But so he would try to sneak in. He would yeah. sneak in later to see his wife and children. And so they would, when they found that out, they would, they booted them out. So they had to have security to keep the fathers out and they booted them out. So to keep, and so they incentivized non-marriage, single mothers having children. And it became a, it became a huge ghetto project. It was finally, they took it down because it was just the biggest eyesore. It was the biggest failure in the, in the HUD administration. And that's exactly what they want to do with every community because they have bought into the doctrine of socialism. And that is to say, if we have a white community, which is primarily what Coronado is, that means you all are racist. And so we've got to stop this racism and we're going to bring minority families in and low income housing into Coronado. And we're going to do that. And we're demanding you do it. If you don't, then we're going to fine you $100,000 a month. Is there a way around that for the mayor down there? I mean, can he, the government down there, can they stop it? Like, if all the neighbors got together, the people got together and said, no. And, and so, like, could the go- government force this fine on them, a monthly fine? Or can they say no to that? I believe they can say no. But I don't think pe- – here's what's happening. The mayor there in Coronado, I've forgotten his name, has already said, well, we're we're trying. And they've come up with several of the – uh, housing areas that, that we can zone for this. He said, but this is a unique area. Yeah, it's packed with people and that buy a lot for a million dollars that build a nice beach home. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a unique neighborhood. So they say, well, we, we're, we're, going to, we're going to have some of these, but we're not up to compliance yet. And so we're trying to get there with a few hundred apartments, but they demand 912. Yeah. That's the number. And so, so the same thing in La Mesa, same thing in La Jolla. They're going to destroy the property values of La Jolla, people in La Jolla. And that means their savings account, their retirement accounts, everything that they've worked for in their entire lives is going to deplete by demanding socialism and bringing down the entire neighborhood. So they can stand up and answer to your question. They could stand up and say, we're not having it. And if you want to do it, we're going to we're resisting. But you know what? You got so many people who are politically correct. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, they say we're racist if we don't do it. We don't want to be called racist. And so let's do it. It's just silly. What I noticed that um, um, a lot of these big complex uh, builders, uh, with m- people who have a lot of money, and those people who are building these apartment complex, they need, they tend to be Democrats. You know, they tend to right. vote for the Democratic Party. And then the small builders who want to build, they can't afford to build in these neighborhoods. No, they cannot anymore, any longer. And here, here's another interesting thing. If you look at the track record of HUD, Housing and Urban Development from the federal government, and the, the local communities, such as in Sacramento, California, and the complete and utter failures that they've had. They've had graft to the tune of billions of dollars upon from the managers of HUD and managers of the state government, uh, state agencies. They've had graft galore. They've had people stealing billions literally billions of dollars through the history of HUD. And this is the part of the program. Plus, what happens is when they come into a community, they continue to funnel money there for businesses and urban development on, for example, the east side of Wichita Falls. One business after another collapses. They put in a liquor store over here in the east side. That's all they need, really, (laughs) another liquor store. (laughs) But they they give them money for a liquor store, that's robbed so many times because it's not about whether you mix up the population. It's about the lack of morality in the minority community. That's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. And they refuse to see it. They refuse to own up to that particular fact in America. And the minority communities have collapsed, morally speaking. They refuse to look at that. They refuse to say it. And they say, well, if you even say that out loud, like I just said, well, you're, you're a racist. But the facts speak for themselves. And that's what we are not strong enough as leaders to stand up and say, this is what's going on. Yeah. And we just can't we just can't seem to find our way clear to do it. Well, they won't say that it's due to the lack of character because 
they want the blacks to be morally bankrupt because you can't control right. a moral people or a moral person. You have to demoralize them in order to control them. And so they want the blacks to be that way. That's why they won't say it because they right. know that that's what's happening. It's just that they want them down and out and demoralized so they can use them for personal gain. Let's just, here's a good example. Let's just take this HUD program. Let's just put it in Martha's Vineyard next to Obama's house. Let's see how he likes that. <laughs> right. You know very well, these people, they're all hypocrites. They don't want it in their neighborhood. They go to a neighborhood themselves where this is not going to occur, where they have a gated community and they can live like they want to live. But they're going to tell you, you're going to live this way and we're going to destroy your property values. And that's what they do. But yeah, this is a hypocrisy and socialism is exactly that. And they refuse to confess the facts of the case. Um, I, if I remember correctly, and I could be, by the way, the mayor of Coronado's name is Richard Bailey. Okay, Richard Bailey. Uh, yeah. Richard Bailey. Um, didn't Donald Trump, the great white hope overturned this program or he canceled it when he was there? Well, he did. He reversed, he reversed some of the, the uh, AFFH uh, programs. He did do that. But as soon as he left office, we got socialism back in style. And so Biden administration has, has furthered it and has, has, uh, it's just exploded with the Biden administration. So I, in my in my view, the Democrats have said, look, we about, we about lost all of our momentum for socialism when Donald Trump came into office. Yeah. So when Biden came in there, they're on steroids and they have, they have escalated everything to such an alarming degree to make it so that no Republican can win. I mean, by the way, we've had, we, we don't even have an integrity of elections anymore. We have no integrity of elections that's seen in Maricopa County, Arizona, where Kerry Lake lost. And, you, you know, they had <clears throat> the integrity of elections was absolutely stunningly gone. And the same thing is the case in many places. And our federal government has been involved in skewing the election results from Donald Trump's loss to Joe Biden all across the board. The, the FBI has been involved in it. The DOJ has been involved in it. The lies that they put out about all across, all across the country about Hunter Biden's laptop, everything, everything's open now. And so we don't even have integrity of elections. Do you get the feeling that Obama is still running the government? It feels like Obama, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it seems like he is still in charge. Do you get the same feeling? Well, you know what? I don't know if it's Obama himself, but I think it, at this point, it's just like in the in the universities, Marxism and socialism is the chic thing to teach. It is it is the in it is the in thing to do. So Marxism has taken over the university crowd. Well, I don't know that there's one person pulling the strings on this anymore right. because it has become so prevalent. Yeah. It has become so widespread that it doesn't require at this point one man doing it, as it was with case with Obama. Obama got the ball rolling, and he was president. He got things rolling, and he crashed it down. And pretty soon, everybody's on the bandwagon. So it's like Black Lives Matter. Well, is Obama controlling Black Lives Matter? Well, not directly, but it, that's because the doctrine that Obama has subscribed to, which is basically Satanism, socialism, that doctrine has taken over the minds of the liberals and the Democrat Party, and we are just now on a train. And so me, whether Obama's the engineer or not doesn't even matter. Let me take a quick break, Bill. We'll come back in a moment right after this break. 888-775-3773. Back in a moment. Now, I totally disagree with the way things are going, but you can't be angry. 
because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad or she would do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women too when they want something from the woman, especially sex. They'll make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's going to have to say, you don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong. But do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see. But you got to stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger. Because it has no love, folks. You need love to defeat evil. And love is not a weakness. It's a strength. It's from God. It's His nature. Welcome back. Bill Lockwood. I'm, I'm not hearing myself. <clears throat> Bill Lockwood is here. I'm not hearing myself. I hear Bill, but I don't hear me. Da, 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 Justin, can you hear me, Bill? I can hear you, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, but you sound <clears throat> far away. <laughs> I am. I'm in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Okay. Okay, that's better. So, Bill, tell the folks how to get to your website and uh, your radio show and everything that you're doing. Sure. Thank you, Jesse. Okay. Uh, you know, before I do that, I wanted to mention that uh, one of the names, this the article that people need to look at is found in, in KPBS. And it was uh, dated uh, December 21st in uh, 2020, uh, yeah, 2022. Um, but the Coronado Community Development Director is Richard Grunau. And he is the one that is the Community oh. Development Director in Coronado, who they've talked to. Oh, so okay. it includes the mayor, but <clears throat> Richard Grunau is the guy. So anyway. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. So you know what? We rebranded my television, I mean, my radio show, and uh, it is... Uh, Patriotic Pulpit is what I call it. Patriotic Pulpit. Even though I still have a website, American Liberty with Bill Lockwood, that's running right now, and people can donate to that. Right. Um, but the web, uh, the, the radio show is Patriotic Pulpit, and it's on Amazon Music. It's also on Spotify. Those are the apps you can find it on right now. And hopefully we'll uh, be able to expand it even further. So that's, <clears throat> that's where it is. And then my articles that I, I write, I don't put them on the, my website any longer. I put them on uh, the News Talk 1290 website, which is in Wichita Falls, News Talk 1290. So the radio show is in Lubbock, Abilene, and Wichita Falls on Saturdays and Sundays. And then uh, the website is News Talk 1290. And then, as I mentioned, then the radio show you can find it on Spotify as well as on Amazon Music under Patriotic Pulpit. Amazing. Thank you. One thing I want to mention about, I don't, I don't think Obama himself is there. But I know that a lot of uh, a bunch of Obama's administration people are still there, at least some of them for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and they're carrying out what he was already doing when he was there. Sure. You know, matter of fact, when Donald Trump came into office, one of his weaknesses was that he left so many Obama players yeah. in the departments. And so when we had Ben Carson take over the department he did, his his lead secretary, 
as I understand it, was a black woman who was appointed by Obama, and she would she she shut down the information flowing to Ben Carson, and and the, I mean she helped control and manage what was the information. So it took him a while to kind of figure out what was going on. People were screaming about all the things that were occurring, but that's because the Obama players under the socialistic mantra, we're still in office and all these offices filled by Obama people. What a mess. Do you think that AFFH also is a way to add Democrats, Democratic voters to red, red areas? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's just to destroy the red areas. I, I have no doubt that that's true. They, that is exactly what, I mean, that, for example, when Obama was president, he put the most Muslims per capita in a city in, guess where? Amarillo, Texas. Why did he do that? And he did that secretly by night. He flew a big plane load of them in there. But because Amarillo is so cons- conservative and Texas is such a red state, they have, they have kind of turned it blue. And so that's what they did. That's what their the whole plan is. Right now, their plan, of course, is to make Washington D.C. a state. That's yeah. what, you know, that's what to, they want. That's what the leaders of the Democratic Party are trying to do right now. So, anyway, why Chuck Schumer said that. Why don't the Republican representative fight as hard to <clears throat> keep and make things right as the Democrats fight to make it wrong? You know what? I think that's exactly right. For one thing, <clears throat> I think there are too many people that are too weak, really. We have not we have not paid attention to it. We've been too busy with our own lives and doing our own thing. And all of this began, as we mentioned in the HUD dis- discussion, it began in the progressive era in the 1890s, where the federal government began to intrude in areas that was unconstitutional for them to intrude into. They have no business in housing, no business in the environment. Yeah. There's no business for an EPA. There's no business for an HUD. There's no business for an IRS. All of that is unconstitutional. But we allowed that to go on because people had depressions and we got federal <laughs> government. FDR is going to save us all. And so let's say, you know, and they just bought everybody off. And so now, now they're going by the doctrine of socialism. And we're like, well, what's happened? Well, what happened was way back yonder people when you gave the federal government the power the founding fathers warned you not to do. I, I saw a video, and I don't know how true it is, but I saw this a clip of a video when uh, um, Sam, I think the guy's name was Mayor Yorty, Sam Yorty, what was his name? Right, yeah. The black mayor of Los Angeles? I believe so. I, I remember the name. Um, and there was the white guy that was running against him said that, according to this video, I don't know if it's true or not, that if Sam Yorder win, that he going to bring in the blacks, and blacks will usher in socialism. That when you bring in the blacks, you bring in socialism. And it caused me to wonder, and I mentioned this yesterday on my show here, I know that the black representatives know that they're pushing socialism and they're bringing it in for their own personal gain. But do you think black voters or black, black people know that they have a socialist mentality or do they see it as something else? I, I don't I don't think that they, the, at least with, with what I'm familiar, I don't think that they recognize the end game here. And that is the destruction of America, because socialism plays upon a person's selfish desire. And when you yeah. and when you appeal to a person's selfish desire and appeal to your envy, and that I want to appeal to Jesse Lee Peterson that he doesn't live as well as Bill Lockwood, then that that's a, an appeal to yourself. That's an appeal to selfishness. And so what's happened is because of self at the center, we have ignored really what the end game is, which is the destruction of freedom. And that's what we're losing, liberty and freedom. We ought to be able to be free and have liberty to live where we want to live and and live with whom we want to live with and in the community where I want to live. You know, that's why people worship. That's why, you know, there are black churches and there are white churches and there are mixed churches. Right. That's well and good. If people want to, if people want to worship in a black church, I have more power to them. That's great. 
I, I shouldn't come in there and say, well, it's all black here in this church. Therefore, you must be racist because you don't have any white people in here. I, that's that's not, you know what? That's <laughs> right. not my business to go doing that. If people let them, people, people want to do what they want to do. Yeah. The same thing with white churches. Let people do what they want to do. What's what's the government going to do? Come in and say, OK, we have so many black churches, so many white churches. And I, we demand that you mix it up and worship together in order to show that you're not racist. Uh, it's, it's absurd. It's insane. But that's the social engineering that comes along with socialism. That was, uh, oh, by the way, that the black mayor at the time was Tom Bradley. And okay. he was running against the white guy, Sam Yorney, I believe his name. And okay. Sam, according to this video, Sam said that if, if Bradley should win, he got to bring in radical socialist blacks and they would be protesting at City Hall. They'd be sitting on the steps protesting. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. It's it just been downhill ever since. Um, I wanted to ask, ask, um, in your town where you live, it's not as big as where I live. Are you right. seeing the crime rate go up there and homelessness? Well, homelessness, indeed. I, I You know what? I haven't followed the statistics, but I do know that uh, drugs have become a, a huge, huge problem <clears throat> and homelessness. Uh, you know, it's, it's beginning to pop up everywhere that you you go in town. You see people that are living there in tents and under bridges. And it's just like, uh, you know, it's just not these idyllic communities like they used to be. Yeah. And uh, so that's why a lot of people go out into the country. So in the country, people are the land prices are going skyrocketing because that's where people want to go. Yeah. Get away from it. But, Amazing. you know, you can't get away from all of it. I know that one last thing about this. I know that people would come together naturally. You don't have to force people to go to the same church or or gather together or become friends. Because prior to the civil rights movement, which should have never happened, one of the worst things that ever happened to the country and to black people other than abortion, uh, the blacks and the whites were coming together naturally. Those who agree with the same values— right. They were coming together. Those who didn't, they got together. And that, if the civil rights movement had not happened, I think we'd be better off today as a people than we are as a result of the civil rights movement. Well, indeed, the civil rights movement, what people don't recognize is that it empowered further the federal government to oversee every little bit about the economy and every little bit about businesses, schools, hospitals, everything. It, it, it allowed the federal government to intrude into private business to an alarming degree. That's basically what has been accomplished here. <clears throat> and if you think about it, let's say that prejudice does exist in white hearts or in black hearts against white, whatever. And that would be basically a that would be a slice of hatred, wouldn't it? Yes, 100%. Well, who, that's right. So who, whose responsibility is it assigned to fix hatred in a human heart? Yeah. Is it the government or is it is it the gospel of Jesus Christ and it is the preaching? It's the latter. Now, people may say, well, it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. Well, you know what? It takes time. Just as socialism takes time to corrode a society, it takes time for the gospel to have an impact and change the society from the inside out. Yeah. In the Roman Empire, for example, Christians were at first persecuted, but by the influence of Christianity, by the fourth century, Christianity became a legal religion. How did, it took four centuries. It took a long time, but it's permeating from the inside out. That's how you change human hearts with the gospel of Christ. It's not the government's role to step in there and say, we identify a white community, and the reason they're all white is because of discrimination. They don't know that anyway. The only reason they're all white is because they're discriminatory and have hatred in their hearts, and therefore it's our role to step in there and change it. We have lost sight of what really the role of the government is. That's why our founding fathers said all of these things and more also should be changed at a state level only, yeah. never taken to the federal government. Because you can control the state. You can control the state and what's going on in the local community easier than you can Washington, D.C. 
That's what the problem was. I never imagined that the government would be so big. I remember the government being small, and now it is major now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who who can fight? Who can fight? You used to say, you can't fight City Hall. Well, okay, you can't. Can you fight the White House? Can you fight the Congress? Can you fight the United Nations? Which is easier? Where are you going to most likely get a a win, an accomplishment goal at City Hall or at the community level or at or at the state level or at the federal level or the international level? Where are you most likely going to be able to impact it as an individual? I know. The answer is obvious. And even kids that are in juvenile detention understand the answer. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I want to before I let you go here, Bill, I want to play. Uh, a soundbite of what the great white hope, one of our strongest leader had to say about AFFH. And for those who don't know, again, AFFH is affirmatively. Furthering. uh, Affirmatively furthering fair housing. What a mess. Here's what (laughs) (laughs) they put all these fancy names on things to make them seem so nice, you know. (laughs) Here's what Donald Trump had to say about that. This is from the AP and Fox. Watch this. Okay. The Democrats in D.C. have been and want to, at a much higher level, abolish our beautiful and successful suburbs by placing far-left Washington bureaucrats in charge of local zoning decisions. They're absolutely determined to eliminate single-family zoning, destroy the value of houses and communities already built. Your home will go down in value, and crime rates will rapidly rise. People have worked all their lives to get into a community, and now they're going to watch it go to hell. Suburbia will be no longer as we know it. It's been going on for years. I've seen conflict for years. It's been hell for suburbia. We rescinded the rule three days ago. So enjoy your life, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your life. Amazing, huh? That's why I like that man. (laughs) He knows what's going on. He's strong enough to stand up against this kind of nonsense. And most people don't understand even AFFH. And it flies under the radar, but he knew about it, and he stopped it. Of course, that's been reinstated, but be that as it may, that's yeah, that's right. Amazing. Well, Bill, um, I just, I don't know what's going to happen here, but it's a mess. <laughs> well, I'm just glad to be able to talk to you still. Yeah, same here, man. Thank you so much for coming on. And once again, tell the folks how to get to your uh, radio show and your website so they can you you don't ride the horse and read the Bible anymore, right? Well, you know, I haven't done that in a while. Right. You know, I was I was off for one thing. I was off uh, the horse for about a year. I just started riding last night, really. Right on. And so, uh, but uh, I was off the horse, you know, for my medical issues right. this last year. So I was just, I kind of was uh, had to lay low a little bit. But I'll try to get that going again. I mean, we've talked about that again. But anyway, uh, you know, the radio show is on Amazon Music app. It's Patriotic Pulpit. And it's also on Spotify, Patriotic Pulpit. Uh, the, the website I have is American Liberty with Bill Lockwood, and you can donate on there if you, if you will or if you wish to. And then uh, my articles are on News Talk 1290 website at Wichita Falls. Amazing. Bill, thank you so much, man, and I uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. We just have to. Oh, <laughs> well, you- you know what? I, I let me add one more thing here. Yes. You know when I preach at the Iowa Park Church of Christ, and I have sermons in the uh, right in the uh, on the internet from the Iowa Park. It's called iowaparkclc.org. You can find articles that are right for the church bulletin, sermons that I preach. I have these illustrations in the sermons because yeah. you know socialism is a it's class envy is what it is. It's Marxism, and it's something Christians need to oppose. So. You can go to iwillparkcoc.org, and you can find a lot more material that I put put out. I, I, I know I've kept you way over than what oh, that's okay. I, I'm supposed to. But let me ask, so I, I'm looking at what Donald Trump just said about the suburbs and what you said so far. Where would white people stop running? I mean, where would Boy. they just say no? All they have to do is just say no, 
and things would start to change. When would they start running from name calling and words and the fear of losing? What would it take? Yeah, boy, I tell you what, I, I am afraid of the answer to that question, Jesse. <laughs> what is it going to take? Because uh, people, are, they're so weak. And is, is it going to take a civil war? Is that what's going to take? Is it going to take actual slavery, which we're probably we're almost there now, really with slavery? I mean, you, you work half the year for the federal government. Our founding fathers said, hey, we're not going to take we're not going to take 10 percent of our money and give it to, to England. Uh, you old England is not going to do with 10%. They said that's slavery, yeah. <laughs> but we're giving 50% of our money. I, we, we have just been boiled to death and I don't know, people better stand up, but I don't, I don't understand when, what it will take, but I'm a, a fearful of the answer. Well, I hope it doesn't come to a, a, a war thing because the government, you know, they, they, have, they controlling us in every area. And yeah. so we wouldn't have a chance with a war, a civil war. No, I, I, you know, and we're spread so thin. We're all over the country, we're all over the world, we're all over the map. We're in Ukraine. I don't think we ought to be in Ukraine at all. Me either. No, what, what are we doing over there? I mean, what, <clears throat> here's something interesting. Every, every pundit that you listen to on Fox News says, well, uh, this is American interest. Well, by their criteria, by their, by their standards, where in the world is not America's interest? <laughs> I mean, right. Ukraine, no one knew, knew a thing about Ukraine before the war, uh, except for the liberals that had a playground there. But where, where's not the American interest? In other words, they want to be involved in every single corner of the world with American money, might, blood, treasure. It's, it's absurd. We can't, even, we can't even protect our own borders. Why should we be over there fighting in a foreign war? But this is the democratic machine. And that's what they want to do. They want to keep us involved in war. That's yeah. terrible. You know, it's interesting that I don't know the polls. I don't believe the polls anymore. And they're saying that the at least the Democratic voters, they want us over there in Ukraine, right? I don't believe it, though. I find it hard to believe. How can anyone want us in Ukraine while doing nothing at home? crime and the borders wide open and it's just a mess and they're not spending one dime at home and they're taking all of our money to Ukraine. How can anyone be for that? You know, I don't understand it. I, I think we're just so put to sleep and I, I, I don't understand why we would be favorable to that. Perhaps we don't understand that uh, when we send that money over there, it, de- it devalues our dollar even further, which is we're about to lose it as a world currency anyway. Yeah. But it's just, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, it's absolutely saddened to me to see that. And it seems so many people on Fox News in support of the Ukraine war. And they yeah. get these generals on there, these uh, generals who are retired saying, yeah, we got to get over there. It's American interest to get over there because uh, Putin may go at the next country over here. He may go to this country. You know, that's... Why don't, why don't we go to China? Why don't we go stomp on China a little bit? Know. You know, come on. <laughs> what a man. Bill, yeah. I enjoy, as always, talking to you. Thank you so much, and we'll hey, talk my, again. It's my privilege, yes. Lord bless you. And thank you. You too, Bill. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bill Lockwood, I got to take a break, folks. When I come back, your phone calls. Hake is coming in with the hate news. Not the fake news, but the hate news. And I'll be back in a moment. Two more hours to go. Watch me walk away. For nothing that I do Nothing that I say So, here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. Um, I know some people have called in and they wonder if the silent prayer is working. And I just want to take a second and, and to tell them that it works. You just have to stick with it. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing I started doing before I even forgave my parents. And I was so depressed and suicidal at some times that I, I just would have to stop in the middle of my job or whatever I was doing and go into the silent prayer. And it, it really does help. Like, I, I don't have those anymore. Amazing. Um, you haven't seen anything yet. Doubt every thought. Bring every thought into captivity. Just let them all pass. Don't judge them. You haven't seen anything. It gets better and better and better and easier, easier, easier. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. 
Hong Kong is finally going to stop forcing their Chinese to wear masks. And Obama-Biden student loan communism is in the Supreme Court today. The so-called Supreme Court. What a mess. And Treasury Secretary, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen met with her fellow unchristian Volodymyr Zelensky in Kiev to pledge more money to Ukraine. What a mess. This is the end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It is Tuesday, February 28th, 2023 A.D. Stay tuned for hour two. Jesse Lee will be right back to your calls and more stories. But first, fake news, not fake news. By the way, we are not streaming live on DLive. It's on DLive's end. They're going through some maintenance mess. Very disorganized website, DLive. Shenanigans. Kami uh, Hong Kong China sticks. Kami Nonsense Network CNN reports. Most people around the world have long returned to their pre-scamdemic lives, ditching face masks, dining in restaurants, and attending packed concerts, among other things. Meanwhile, one of the last major cities to edge back toward normalcy is Hong Kong China, which only announced today they will end their controversial, meaning whatever. China virus mask mandate nearly three years after it was enacted. Funny, huh? Did you know that? Student loan mess. Common on Sense Network CNN reports the so-called Supreme Court, which has a black female on it, Katenji Onyika Brown Jackson, will take up two challenges today concerning so-called President Sleepy Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness program. With a decision expected by late June or early July, the initiative aimed at providing targeted debt relief to millions of student loan borrower leeches has so far been stalled by illegal challenges. Republican-led states and conservatives opposing the program say it amounts to an unlawful attempt to erase an estimated $430 billion of federal student loan debt under the guise of the scam-demic. The cases being heard today will also ultimately provide guidance on payments that have paused since 2020 and interest in accrual on student loans. View this, whatever, what a mess. There's been a federal education borrowing system that began in the, since the 1950s, and it's ballooned into a trillion-dollar so-called problem for Americans. Another unchristian person in Ukraine, propaganda, your daily dose, open wide. Coming on says network, CNN reports, in a surprise visit to Kiev on Monday, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, not a Christian, met with Ukrainian unchristian President Volodymyr Zelensky to reaffirm U.S. economic support and to announce a recent transfer of $1.25 billion in assistance. What? Addressing the Russian economy, which has not buckled under an array of sanctions from the U.S. and other Western so-called countries, Janet Yellen says she expects it to grow weaker as the country loses foreign investments and runs through its reserves. Quote, we will see an increasing toll on Russia's economic trajectory over time, she said. And she goes on, and their ability to replenish the military equipment that's been destroyed in their attacks on Ukraine that's been very greatly jeopardized. This is the Treasury Secretary talking about war. This comes as Ukraine's military says units of the Russian mercenary group Wagner Wagner, are throwing their quote-unquote most trained units into the battle for the eastern city of Bakhmut, Bakhmut where the uh, situation is extremely difficult. Due to non-stop assaults, a storm's uh, blowing through. Coming on this network, CNN reports, nearly 50 million people across the Northeast are under winter weather alerts today. As a storm that has brought tornadoes and damaging winds to the central United States sweeps into the region of the Northeast. Boston and New York City are on track for their biggest snow events of an unusually warm winter, with four to six inches of snow and ice expected in New York City. Boston is expecting up to four inches of snow through tonight, which would possibly be its biggest snowfall of the season as well. As some Northeast residents get their first taste of snow this season, a new storm system is hitting the West Coast with more snow, high winds, blizzard conditions, and unusually cold temperatures right after another storm dumped a hefty hefty amount of snow here last week, but not in L.A. I'm James Hake now to JLP Hour 2.
Jesse Lee Peterson show, as well as Hassan and Sean and Nick, host of Nick's Stream, the Anchor Baby Show, and uh, Bill Lockwood. Very-